Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. Well, hey there, networking school family. Today, I want to share with you a little bit of a training module. I want to talk to you a little bit about prospecting. We talk a lot about networking. As you probably know by now, I believe that Networking is the entry point for your sales process, and prospecting is an important part of sales. Many times we attend networking events really with a social approach, and there's nothing wrong with that if that is indeed your goal. However, if you find yourself really wanting to use networking as part of your sales process, as I just said, then you'll want to have a plan in place, and you'll want to have some ideas around how you're going to really connect beyond that networking event. So if you've not joined the Networking School podcast before, my name is Tish Times, and it is my absolute joy to be here today to talk to you about this very important topic. Before we get started, I'm going to invite you to make sure that you share this podcast with someone whom you know is struggling with sales, someone whom you know is maybe attending event after event after event and having no real success in the way that they are seeing increased revenue in their business. This is going to be one of those episodes that could be life-changing, business-changing, mindset-changing for you and the people that you know. So I invite you to share it. Definitely, we'd love to have you give us a review on any platform that you're currently listening to the Networking School podcast. But let's go ahead and jump in. So there's something that you probably heard your mom say, right? Years and years ago when you were first starting school, or maybe you heard someone say when you were starting your first job, it's just to be yourself. When we go into things around prospecting or you know, networking and meeting people for the first time as it relates to business, for some reason, we find ourselves jumping into this robotic, sleazy, inauthentic kind of mindset or behavior that just is, it's a put off, right? It's not something that people are attracted to. Instead, be yourself, be genuine, right? Just be yourself and believe it or not, everything will be fine. It really means that people will connect with you and they'll want to know more about you because of who you are. Not necessarily what you do. You know, what you do will fall into play eventually, but learning how to just be yourself is, I mean, it it really is an important, necessary thing that you have to get comfortable with. 
and understand that you are enough all by yourself and realize that once you're able to genuinely connect with someone, genuinely make that connection, you'll find that people will like you. And to be honest with you, eventually love who you are so that eventually when you get to that place of doing business or talking about business, it'll come naturally. So let's talk a little bit about just, you know, what we call, you know, after you've met someone for the first time or when you're trying to connect with someone after you've met with them in a networking event, you know, something called warm calls. Warm calls are different than cold calls only in the fact that they have been uh, maybe you've been introduced to them by someone else or you know a little bit more about that organization. And so it's someone you've proactively identified as a good fit, although they haven't demonstrated any interest in your product or service yet. Someone has told you, hey, you should be connected with Susie Brown over at XYZ Company because they really need to work with you. And I'm going to make a call for you and tell them about you. Maybe it's someone that you've done a lot of research on and you know for a certainty you have the solution for what it is that they do. And you're able to very easily convey that solution to that person. So it's based on your knowledge and experience. They fit the profile of your successful customers. And what's really going to be important here is that you get really good at articulating your solution and you're able to show them that you're able to help them to be just like your successful customers, right? So they need to be able to listen to your explanation, listen to your example and see themselves in that avatar, see themselves as a successful customer so that you're able to get to that next step. That warm call is literally going to be an introductory call. So it's not necessarily going to be a sales call. It probably, although it could be, it probably is not going to be the place where they're going to say, yes, sign me up. Although it has happened in the past, right? It could happen, but the likelihood is is much higher that it's going to give you the ability to get your foot in the door, right? To give yourself or get permission rather to make that second call or to have that second meeting with this person or this organization that you're wanting to work with. So when someone has reached out for you, filled out your contact information, downloaded your free gift, somebody has referred you, maybe it's a social media connection that, you know, has been constantly liking your post, you're seeing them kind of like stalking your your social media, that's another type of warm call. In other words, they've shown a little bit of interest, they've raised their hand. This is a great connection that you want to reach out to because once again, you know for a certainty that you have something that they need and you're able to help them in whatever their endeavor is. So some ways to warm up a call that's previously a cold call, right? Without this, it could be a cold call. Some things you might want to consider are using things like LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn for these business calls because most people are on LinkedIn for business connections. In other words, they are not necessarily going to be turned off by you connecting with them around business, although there are ways that you need to be able to connect. We'll do another session just on how to make those connections because there is a sleazy, icky, yucky way to do it. And then there's a really professional way to do it that makes you stand out as an expert in your industry. And it doesn't feel like a cold or a sales call. So there are ways to connect utilizing LinkedIn. Um, so being able to interact in a LinkedIn group discussion and then bringing them off of LinkedIn, if you will, by inviting them into a different conversation. 
attract them with your blog. So let's just say they mention something in one of their posts. They mention something in the group and you by some chance have written about that. You've maybe um, had a podcast episode where one of your guests was talking about that particular topic. That's a great way to say, hey, I heard you mention this. I know this is of interest to you. So here's some information that might be helpful for you. It's a great way to provide a value gift instead of trying to just reach out and do that icky, weird, you know, jumping in someone's inbox. Stop doing that. Don't jump in people's inboxes with no value, with only an intention or a motive to sell them. That's the quickest way to turn someone off. Another way is to comment on their blog, right? So showing some interest in what they have to do, believe it or not, the thing that people love to hear most is their own name, right? So you getting into or jumping on something that they've said and adding a value comment. So it's not enough just to say, that was great, um, or I like that. I mean, really talk about why this stood out to you, why this was important to you. Um, what did it add to your business so that they see that their, um, their own blog or their own post have added value for you so that maybe you can invite them into a, a deeper conversation. Again, if you're going to do an in-mail, if you're going to get into their inbox, you want to make sure that something relevant, something of value, something that's going to cause them to say, uh, yeah, I want more of that. Or yeah, I'd love to talk to you. You want to make sure that it's going to be relevant for them. If you're not positive, stay out of the inbox. Don't jump in if you can't provide something that's very valuable for them. Um, I love doing this next one. I do these LinkedIn, I call them LinkedIn roundtables. They're not necessarily, they're not held on LinkedIn, but I just find people on LinkedIn to do this. But these roundtables that are targeted webinars or online, but face-to-face conversations that are going to be valuable for that person. So let's just say you're going to bring someone in that you know is going to have a complimentary business for them, someone that they probably need to know. And these are invitation only roundtable events. This is a great way to get people into your space and to create these great connections. Again, these are ways to warm up your um, connections so that it doesn't feel like a cold call. What better way to invite someone or to get someone in more of a warm call environment than a cold call than to give them what they need, which is a potential new client, a new connection that's going to complement their business um, or be a potential customer for them. Um, follow them on LinkedIn on their company page, like and comment on their status updates. And as I said before, make sure that you're adding value. You're not just saying, yeah, that was great. Um, additionally, celebrating something that they've already done. So let's just say they've been featured online. Let's just say on LinkedIn, or you've seen them in your business journal or in another magazine. Celebrate them by sending them a congratulations card, taking that particular article and maybe getting it framed and sending it to them. I mean, you want to make yourself stand out in a way that a lot of people aren't doing. So celebrate the prospective client for achieving a goal of some sort and recognize that you're watching them, that you're seeing the big things that they're doing in the marketplace. So additionally, when you know that they belong to different organizations, you know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out and saying something like, hey, I see you're a member of this, that, or the other organization. How has that helped your business to grow? So I'm asking a question and engaging them, not just saying, hey, I see you're a member of this organization. So am I. We should do business together. That's not going to work. And most 
cases, it's just not going to work. You're trying to initiate a connection. Think about it. You know, you've heard that phrase, always be closing. Let's turn that around and instead think, always be connecting. That's what it's all about. Relationships are the catalyst for your success. And if you're able to develop great relationships, you will eventually develop great business relationships. So keep that in mind. When you've seen that they've maybe gotten an award or a recognition, maybe asking them, how has that opened doors for you? How has that benefited you in your business? Is it worth me applying for it in the future? So you want to have a relationship mindset, not a sales approach. That's a great way to begin the relationships that you ultimately desire and need for your business. Another way to warm up these relationships, these connections that would have previously been cold calls is to be a party planner. And what I mean by that is to create an environment where prospects can meet more of their own prospective clients. So hosting online roundtables, as I mentioned earlier, hosting luncheons or coffees or coffee happy hours where your clients can mingle and connect with their ideal clients. Remember, before you can ask for something, you want to always be in a position of giving something. And so keep that in mind. If you can create an environment where you are seen as the resource, as the expert, as the connector, it is the best way for you to be in a position to really get more new clients for yourself. So remember, this is the long approach. This is not a meet and then all of a sudden you're going to have these great, great new clients. This is a approach that's going to take a little more time, but the benefit is going to far outweigh the, the, the length of time that it might take for those relationships to really develop. So be willing to invest the time. Be willing to do what's necessary beyond meeting someone in a networking event, beyond you know calling someone out of the blue or jumping in someone's inbox and, and, and trying to get them to say yes without really getting to know you. Instead, create an environment where people want to be in your space because you're always giving, you're always connecting, you're always keeping them in mind. And before you know it, they'll be keeping you in mind because they know that you are the type of person that is going to help be a benefit to their business as well. You want to be a resource, right? Um, You want to learn their industry, ask the right questions, understand their goals and needs, stay abreast as those needs change. So again, this is that long-term approach. It's like, okay, how can I position myself as a resource so that when they need what I have to offer, they know to reach out. I mean, I'm so grateful for the people who've done this in, in my world. And what I mean by that is, you know, eventually because I'm, you know, on social or speaking at events, talking about these things on a regular basis, you know, I will very frequently get people who come into my inbox and say, hey, Tish, I've been watching you talk a lot about sales and networking. I need this, or I need for your company to do sales support for me. Not because I call them and say, hey, I'd love to sell you something, but they've just seen that consistency and they've experienced these things that we're talking about. We've been able to be a resource for them in some way, shape, or form. So being that resource positions you to be the person that they call on when they need what you have to offer. 
So you want to look for opportunities to strengthen the relationship. You want to get involved, show them that you care. You've heard it said a million times. People don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? And so be that resource and guaranteed, you know, it may take time, but guaranteed if you're doing this well and doing it consistently, you'll find people who will be reaching right back out to you with a desire to do business with you because of what you've done on their behalf. And so you'll just want to learn these things, figure out how to fill the gaps, how to provide that quality content to keep them engaged, to know how to be a help and know how to ask for help, right? Don't be the person that they have to explain everything to. Do your homework so that by the time you reach out to people, you're not saying, so tell me a little bit about this, that, or the other. You're saying, hey, I've learned that you do this, that, and so on and so forth. And I know someone that you need to know, right? So you want to be that person who is a problem solver. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about specifically today, this is content that we provide in Biz School. And if you're interested in learning more about that, by all means, you can go to tishtimes.com, jump on that Biz School link and learn a little bit more about how we help our clients to be, I mean, true experts in their field as it relates to prospecting, networking, um, selling with confidence and with authority, all of those things. So if you're watching this on the video and not just listening to it on the podcast and you're seeing that Biz School logo, and I just wanted to make sure you knew where that comes from. So make sure that you make time for prospecting. Check this out. If you're networking consistently, but you're not making time for your prospecting, your follow-up, your continuous connection time, then I'm going to just say it like this. As harsh as it might sound, just stay home. (laughs) Just stay off of Zoom. If you're not going to network with intention and make that time to do your follow-up and your prospecting work and your connection work, then it's really not doing you nearly as much good as it could be if you would be making that time. So this is what I'm going to invite you to do. When you schedule your networking time, wherever it is, in person, online, speaking, attending, whatever you're going to do, make sure that you set aside a good two to four hours right afterwards. So if you're going to network on Tuesday, that Wednesday should be set aside a few hours in the morning for you to do your networking follow-up time for you to do some connection time, for you to to make sure that you're maximizing the post-networking event as much as you try to maximize the actual networking event. It makes all the time, I mean, all the difference in the world. Um, Additionally, you know, consider taking a good 90 minutes a day or a good four to five hours a week and just setting that, that time aside for nothing more than prospecting, nothing more than making these connection calls, making sure that you are taking the time to make your networking really work for you. Because it's more than just showing up to an event. It's more than passing out business cards like you're in a poker game. It really is about connection. And if you're not connecting well, then unfortunately, I'll tell you, you're probably wasting a lot of your time. And I don't want that for you. And I know you don't want that for yourself. So I hope that this has been helpful for you all. I hope that you heard something that will benefit your business because if it'll benefit your business, guess what? It's going to benefit your bank account and it's going to really help you to shift your mindset around sales, really maximize your networking time and really help you to connect in a way that's going to have long-term results. 
So I will see you next week. Um, once again, this was a, a little bit of a training module instead of a interview like we do most of the time, but hope it's been helpful. And I will see you next time on Networking School. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Make sure you head over to tishtimes.com to take my complimentary quiz to determine if you are ready for big sales in your business. Frequently, we say things like, I want to make more money, I want to increase my revenue, but we don't always have the things necessary to receive big sales in our business. Once you complete your quiz, you'll have an opportunity to schedule time to debrief with me so we can talk about what needs to happen for you to really increase your revenue in your business. Don't forget that networking is the entry point to your sales process. And so you want to make sure that not only are you networking well, but you have the things in place to make big sales in your business. Make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other wonderful places where you get your podcasts. I would be so grateful if you left a review of the show and also make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I can't wait to see you next week here on Networking School.